0: Welcome to the Crime of the Century podcast, where we expose higher education as the scam that it is. I'm Kevin Prenderfield, and I believe that because of what we're teaching our students, we're losing an entire generation. Now, today's all week, we'll be diving headfirst into controversial subjects undaunted by political correctness. Now, when did it become okay to hate those on the other side? And what I'm talking about here is the attack on Tucker Carlson uh, last week. It comes back to another topic that has crossed my mind uh, about the real threat out there. And it's the abject failure that we have allowed as a country for these, these, these communists to rise in our academic institutions and ruin what was once a great nation. All this and more on The Crime of the Century. So, in the opening, we always say that we're undaunted by political correctness, but really, a lot of people aren't. And the problem when it comes down to political correctness is not not offending people. Does that make sense? So when you how it's pitched is that when you say something like um, well I was just talking um, uh, with somebody about this where uh, you know instead of having meet Santa Claus, you could have uh, kill your own engine for Thanksgiving. But uh, engines not the right word. It's uh, Indian. But Indian's not the right, right word either. It's Native American and Native Indian and First Nations peoples, and you know the goalposts always shift. And that's not that's not even really the issue. The issue is the idea that somebody could hear that. Like let's say Elizabeth Warren hears me say he say the word Indian, and her being Indian or Native American or whatever, um, she she gets offended. She's just I mean she just goes into like complete. Uh, cardiac arrest absolute shock that I would say the word engine and uh, you know that that could be construed as me being racist towards uh, uh, Indians or native whatever Um, and so that I can't say that right that's that's the thing you can't say that Um, really though what it there's a couple things that it implies one that speech is violent now, I didn't, in that context, it is jokingly, and I said it in a joking manner, it is jokingly violent. But, of course, I wouldn't advocate for any member of any race being off for uh, off for no reason. Um, really, you know, but if I said, uh, uh, you know, hey, let's get Mexican food. It doesn't mean I hate Mexicans just because I said the word Mexican, but for, uh, I'll never forget when, when uh, I was in college and um, I don't even know if we were having a debate on immigration, but uh, we were talking, I think maybe about the Spanish colonies. You know, Mexico used to be a Spanish colony and um, like uh, another student was terrified to say the word Mexican because it sounds like, oh, them Mexicans don't make America great or something like that. You know, uh, you can't, like there are certain words you can't say and why are we letting the government and academics determine what we can and can't say? See, the beautiful thing about a free and open society is if you say something um, that is not not kosher, if you say something that's outside of the realm of what's acceptable in a society, there are social consequences. If somebody comes on um, on a podcast like this with a with a camera in front of him and talks about how great Hitler was and, and how evil the Jews are and stuff, that person's probably not going to get a lot of dates. There's probably not going to be a whole lot of people listening or accepting that, what that person has to say. And rightfully they should because there is a consequence to action. There's a consequence to speech. That all makes sense. But you can't ban that kind of speech. You can't just say... That speech is violent, that speech is is this or that, and it must be banned. Because as soon as you get into hate speech territory, then you're allowing someone, whoever is in control, to determine what hate speech means. It could be as simple as saying that you believe in a free market. It could be as simple as saying that, you know, you support George Washington. Suddenly that could be construed as, you know, he owns slaves, so you hate black people. Banned. Or, you know, we can do harm, in the case of Tucker Carlson, we can do harm to you. And that's not a a recipe for a healthy society, or at least a free country. Because who's ever in control needs to employ employ mechanisms to stop that kind of speech. And um, in the case of the USSR, it was the KGB, in the case of, you know, the, the Nazis, it was the SS, there's a lot of unfortunate consequences to trying to ban speech that isn't necessarily violent. And the other thing it does is allow the person who's ever being spoken against or whose ever idea is being attacked to play the victim and say, well, and basically shift it from an argument about a policy or argument about how the world should work in, a, in, a, in an argument on theory to an argument on outward appearance. So if I say uh, Obama's policy with uh, in how he dealt with Iran was a disastrous attempt to gloss over uh, a, a divide that can't be bridged, and you say, well, you're saying that because you don't like black people. That's not what I mean at all, but the... Uh, implication there is that, uh, that 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 people of color, black people, or whatever, are being victimized by somebody who doesn't like them, really doesn't like them, and is just saying something to be derogatory, rather than acknowledging that I would have a difference of opinion, and that in the end, that's really what tolerance is. Tolerance is not this whole um, we're accepting everything. Tolerance is not and that's what it seems to have been construed as today, as we have to accept everything, we have to subvert our own norms. We have to remove ourselves from our own standards and accept that that person that man is wearing a dress. We have to accept that, you know, those two people are married. We have to accept that's not tolerance. That is simply subverting your own beliefs. Tolerance is presupposing that there is a difference, an opinion, on a subject. So it would be tolerant for if somebody came to me and said, um, "You know, I I believe that the government exists to uh, to serve the will of the people." Okay, I don't agree with that. That's a Rousseauian thought that we've been over. I don't agree with that, but it would be tolerant of me to rather than attack the person, understand the idea. Understand where that idea is coming from, that thought, that idea. And know it's not race or whatever. And then match that up with my own beliefs and determine whether or not I accept it. And if I don't accept it, that's still tolerance. And if I do accept it, well, then it means we agree. And that isn't tolerance. So it's a real, it's a different perspective, but that word because it's such a great word it's such a civil word really that it's been it's been twisted and warped and now we don't know what we don't even know what it is i mean is it tolerant to show up at somebody's house break their windows try to break their door down and because you are defending quote unquote uh, minorities see you're just taking the victim mentality from that pc culture and attacking somebody who you feel deserves it, justifying your actions that way. And that's not tolerant at all, but we've been told that it is because the tolerant ones accept everything and have no standards and have no morals. And the person that does have standards, that does have morals, even though he's a libertarian and those people have almost no morals, but regardless, um, he, in uh, Tucker in this case, doesn't accept how some people live and how they uh choose to carry themselves and is going to think critically about it and so people show up at his house and break his windows and break his door down and that's that's uh, a real shame the last point i want to want to make before we get to the how ecologists play into this is thought and that's the other thing that political correctness attacks To be able to think critically, you have to risk offending somebody. You have to risk offending yourself, even. To, and I'll use my own example here, to come to a rational understanding of spirituality, God, Bible, what have you, you have to accept that your theory, your thesis might be wrong. You know, I, so I, 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 if I came in to a situation where I thought, you know, if I jump off this building, if I get up to the seventh story and I jump off this building, I believe in God and He will swoop in like Superman and rescue me. Well, I've got about 14 seconds or so to realize that God isn't going to come and swoop down and save me like Superman. I'm about to go splat, and the con- and that's the consequence. But on uh, when it comes to thought I had to accept that that may not be the case. Now, when we start to think, well, I can't think that, or I can't say that, because somebody may construe it as sexism, racism, Islamophobia, this or that, then we really limit the ability of whoever we're talking about. We limit their ability to to think for themselves. Because if you're not allowed to say or think something because it offends somebody else, then you're not even able to offend yourself. You're not willing to offend your own beliefs and say, well, that may be true, but here's why it's not. To be able to refudiate and despise Marxism to the level that I do, I would have had to, at some point, accept that it might be true. But I know it's not true, and there's mountains upon mountains of evidence Well, Civil Discourse on on Monday talked about uh, Marxism, and that was such a big topic. I didn't even know which angle at first to come at it from because there's so many small fallacies. I mean, we're doing an entire show on political correctness. That's not even mentioned in that discourse. So there there are so many issues that, that stem from the... Collegiate institutions and, and and political correctness is one of them offending somebody in the name of political correctness is another and offending yourself and What this results in is the violence that you see today all of this and and, and it really does come from the uh, Colleges because think about it. somebody who goes from kindergarten through twelfth grade only learning that America is an evil place And the conservatives, because they love America, they're evil and they're racist and they're this and that. And then you go to college and you learn for four or more years about how great communism is or was and how evil the U.S. is except more so. And now somebody is going to come to your campus because somebody else believes differently and they're going to speak about this evil America that's racist and all this stuff. Um... And I mean, and what do you do? That speech, because that speech is attacking some minority, you go and you protest and you picket and you hit people and you threaten violence, and, 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 and all of this comes from those, those professors who have never, all, have, have never been challenged. They've never, in many cases, assumed that the other side could have a point. They assume that they're just bad people. And that's where we are today. And that's really why it's part of the crime center.